This is the Geek Therapy Podcast, and on this episode, we're introducing you to the Geek Therapy Library. So this is the first episode of Geek Therapy in a while. It's Josue Cardona here with Lara Taylor. What's up, Lara? Nothing much. <laughs> uh, we've been we've been busy at work on something that I mentioned in the last episode, um, which came out months ago. And um, I talked about our our Geek Therapy library idea, and we've been working on it a little bit. And um, so this is kind of a conversation between you and me on what that is and how that's going to work. I don't know. Um, the way I see it is kind of like having a staff meeting. I feel like we're, <laughs> we're taking... <laughs> I feel like we're taking it more seriously now. It's it's uh, you know we're we're coming to work, and we're going to talk a little bit about what what that is and um, and what we've been doing, what we want to do moving forward. So I I talked about what I think the the library is and can be in the last episode. So go ahead, you tell me what what you think it is and what you want it to be. Well, what I want it to be is something for, I mean, my work with. Um, I work in an office full of uh, behavior specialists and a lot of their kids, they have a hard time relating to some of their kids' interests. We have some people who are older that don't necessarily get geeky stuff. Um, And that's kind of where it sparks for me is um, helping them find ways to connect with their clients, Um, helping them connect with their clients and say, finding something that the kids like that they've mentioned and being able to be like, oh, well, I can help them with this situation through that. Or finding something that the situation and being able to give them something new, a new geeky thing that they like um, through that, uh, that moment in their life that they're having trouble with. Yeah. And, and we've talked about how um, again, I, I, this is probably the last time I'll, I'll say this, right? But um, yeah, right. <laughs> but, pa- but Patrick O'Connor, right, uh, uh, is a friend of mine, and he created something called Comicspedia. He was on the first episode um, of the Therapy podcast, and he has something called Comicspedia. And you and I have had conversations where we're like, "Oh, we want to like that's a great idea. We want to take it and do something." maybe a broader with it, right? right? So so it doesn't just have to be negative things um, because you the kind of um, work that you're doing, correct me if I'm wrong, you don't just, like, it's not um, necessarily outpatient and you're seeing clients once a week, like, you see them more often. So you have more opportunities to connect with positive things as well as, you know, the, the issues that they're, that they're dealing with. Right. Um, the stuff that we do in my office is very um, intensive. So we spend like up to 30 hours a week with a kid, um, which is a lot. <laughs> so we get to do fun things with them and really connect with them on a personal level with their interests. So um, say a kid really likes The Flash, you can connect with them on uh, what they saw in that episode the last week or um, and, and spend time talking about it and not feel like you're quote unquote wasting your, your clinical time with them. Um, cause you have, you know, 15, 20, 30 hours a week with this kid. So, um, yeah. And I think, I think, um, like the, the way that we're setting this up, uh, you know, cataloging, um, different, 
different mediums, right? So it's not it's not just comic books. It's also TV shows. So in the example of The Flash, um, I think I have a couple episodes right now that I've that I've added of The Flash, and. The idea is that you know there might be there might be good things there. There might be you know there's some insights right that we're trying right. to bring in about those programs. So if you had a client that likes the or, or loves the Flash, and you kind of look at a few of the the entries that we have for the Flash, it might be like oh like I didn't know that you know for example in a recent episode. Um, there were like there's been loss right like in this season there's been a lot of loss but there's also been like new family you know and there's been like uh, people reunited or you know there's like the last season or at the beginning of this season um, Barry's dad was um, released from jail you know and right. that's the type of thing that a client a patient a student could potentially experience and it might be really hard for them to talk about but if you talk about it within the framework of this TV show that they really enjoy. Right. It makes it safer for them. Yeah. And and easier and more mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. And you can explore other ways. It's not just that one situation that that person is dealing with. You can, okay, so this character did this. What if this? they did this? What if they did that? Rather than making it about, you know, themselves and, and getting them all anxious about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and so last year at, at San Diego Comic Con is when we kind of talked about like let's do this right we're we're absolutely going to do this and we have we have some entries in, <laughs> in, in <laughs> I'm not going to say how many right we have we have we, we have, have some we've we got have a good, some we've got yeah. a good number yeah we do we yeah. do and <laughs> but, less than but, I thought we would have almost a year later but we still have a good amount you know it's funny I just found a message that you had sent me in January that said that you would be a beast at, at entries. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one that's been slacking lately. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. And, and I actually, my reply was, I'm going to use this against you eventually. So here we go. That here moment. we go. Yep. That moment. Now it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> in public. Yep. And and I think, you know, it would be cool to kind of, because we started doing this back in, you know, last San Diego Comic-Con, um, I think it's cool to touch on maybe some of the things that we've been doing outside of the resource library, just to kind of give, you know, an idea of, of where we are. I know you in particular have published a few chapters in a couple books. So I want to I wanna hear, like, what, what you've been doing since then. Well, so I, the, my time's been taken up doing all these book chapters for uh, the Sterling series on uh, the, it's basically pop psychology, but it's, it's psychology with geeky topics. So I did the first chapter I did was the one with you in the Walking Dead psychology, uh, Psych of the Living Dead. Um, and our chapter was on uh, diversity in post-apocalyptic Atlanta. Yep. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was, that yeah. was fun. A lot we easier t- to write a chapter with someone than on your own. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, especially since the next two chapters I've written um, are, I went on my own, and that was a lot of work uh, to do on my own. It's really hard. Um, So the next one I did was a chapter on uh, team leadership for um, Captain America versus Iron Man, freedom, security, psychology. Um, And that one just came out around when Civil War came out. 
yeah. and that one was fun, but not necessarily what I'm passionate about. I don't specialize in like team leadership like psychology dealing with leadership styles but it was a very interesting topic and i thought it was important to have in that book cool um yeah and then i I should i have a chapter coming out in game of thrones psychology um about post-traumatic growth cool Uh, yeah we love post-traumatic growth here that's right it's not all (laughs) about the negatives it's about the positives yeah, actually, and, and that's that's a that's a good point because uh, I mean I think it says something about us, you know, that that first chapter was about diversity and strength, um, and know, a lot of positive psychology in that chapter. Yeah, 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 and in the Captain America versus Iron Man, I only have a couple sidebars in there, right? Because I because I never finished my chapter, um, so I just like turned what I what I had written <laughs> into into a couple sidebars, um, and they're about mindsets and you know kind of like uh, comparing. Um, Tony and and Steve to like uh, a growth mindset versus um, a non-growth mindset, um, and then in Game of Thrones psychology, I which so it's your chapter is actually really cool in that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I argue that uh, watching Game of Thrones may actually give your brain a workout, potentially make you smarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with science to back it up. So wow, and, yeah. Yeah, and and that's you know, and that just comes from like this, you know, rallying cry of mine that you know this stuff is not bad for you, and not only not only is it good, you know, is it potentially good emotionally, you know, and just Mm -hmm. the the fact that you that it's entertaining, but in the case of Game of Thrones, you know, I I I took it a step further to like that game that that show is hard, like it it, is tough. (laughs) One of my coworkers was talking about how you cannot you can't binge watch it. And I proved her wrong. Uh, my wife and I watched um, all of season five on Blu-ray like in a weekend. And that was kind of tough emotionally. <laughs> um, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It, but you can you can do it. it just yeah. just watch something funny afterwards, please. <laughs> <laughs> and. Oh, it's just so good. Um, actually, we haven't haven't added any Game of Thrones to the. I haven't either. We need to get we need to get on top of these things. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's why we're here, right? The the idea the idea here is that we'll get together and record a podcast to kind of go over some of the ideas that we might have for entries, things that we watched, and I I I think right, like again, it's kind of like a staff meeting, <laughs> right. for us where everybody's public, invited. Public staff meeting. Yeah, and that way um, we'll. We can be more active because, you know, I read an article uh, very recently. It was called Don't Retreat. It's Making You Stupid. And, <laughs> and, and it talks about the fact that, you know, when you think about when you're like on social media and you're thinking about sharing stuff, you are while you're reading it, you're not paying as much attention. And, right. And, you know, and, and we've talked about the fact that because our mind is on this library, like it starts affecting the way that you're enjoying stuff that you enjoy because this isn't these aren't things that we're watching nobody's making us um watch game of thrones <laughs> right <laughs> no. and then write a chapter about it like uh we're not you know we're not watching it because we have to write a chapter it's we love it and that's why we get to uh you know we we have this opportunity and and someone appreciates our insights in writing right. a chapter about it so so how have you been feeling lately about this process 
So lately, I mean, I have a stack. I always have a stack of comic books I need to read, but I have a large stack of comic books now because I was so overwhelmed with the thought of I need to be paying attention to every little detail to analyze it for this for this library. Um, but I've gotten into a groove of instead of taking myself out of the story, because that was what my problem was. I was thinking about it in a different way instead of just enjoying it. Um, so now I have little sticky notes to stick on the page and then I can come back to it later after I've enjoyed it. Um, and then think about why I put that there, um, and make it a lot easier on myself. And I've actually started reading comics again. Like it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had sticky notes for a TV show. Cause I've been watching a lot of TV, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, it's working. So, you know, like on my, on my browser, I use something called Pocket, which I've is... I've got Pocket, yeah. Right? So it's awesome, right? So, like, if you want to read it later, you just hit the Pocket uh, plug-in, and then it's saved so you can come back to it. And I've I've been doing that for, for other projects where I think, oh, this might be good to analyze later, and but I'm not going to sit down and write notes about it. Or, <laughs> right. Or, and, and in our case, so we have a form that we fill in to kind of fill out the library. Yeah. And so it... But it's weird to like, if I'm watching something with my girlfriend, I'm not going to like pause it and say, you know, I, wait a minute, I need to fill out this form <laughs> because this is really valuable. I don't, don't want to do see, that. See, I would do that. Well, no, actually, I wouldn't do that. With my <laughs> wife, I, she's given me a notebook, and so I will turn and write something down. But still, it has that experience of pulling me out of the show. Yeah. So yeah. I know I did a few entries on Supergirl, which has been really awesome for... Mm -hmm. Um, the kind of thing we're trying to do with this library. Yeah. And uh, that one, it's easier for me to remember at the end of the episode. But there are other shows, like I binge-watched 11 seasons of Grey's Anatomy in, <laughs> in a month and a half. And it, the episodes started bleeding together because I would watch like five, six, ten episodes at once and um, not be able to remember what was in what episode. Um so that one I decided was definitely going to be just me having fun for myself watching that show. Um, yeah. <laughs> ten, ten hours of Grey's Anatomy at a time. Yeah. So, so you're, um, the idea of putting the post-its um, reminds me that – so I, I try to read all of my comics digitally. And – so when I see something that I want to put into the library, I will just screen cap my, you know, I'll do a screenshot on my phone or on my tablet because I usually read on my tablet. Yeah. And, and that way I save it for later and then I can come back to it and I know where it is. It's probably, I'm thinking now that it might be a better idea to not only screen cap it, but also put it into Evernote. I use Evernote a lot. Yeah. And there, like, put just a little note because then I'll, I'll take a picture of the comic, but I don't know what comic it's from. <laughs> Right, because I can't, I can't <laughs> right. like, give a title to it, so that doesn't work. Um, yeah, the other day I took pictures of it was all new Avengers number zero. Oh, and there's this really cool thing um, with uh, Vision where he's having these intrusive thoughts, and then he decides to purge all memories of someone in particular because he feels that that's the best way to control his emotions. And I thought that that was a lot of cool stuff there. So I was like, huh, okay, I need to save that one. But after I took the picture, I mean, 
I didn't I didn't have issue number one to go on to, but sometimes I get confused because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm on issue 10 now. Which issue was this in? And it's hard right. to – you can't search through a comic book. So I need a better way to do that. But it also reminds me that if we're watching a show, I should probably – a good idea might be to take a picture of the scene. Hmm. Yeah. That, and that way I can kind of remember and then, like, again, throw it into Evernote and just tag it real quick. Like, this was the scene and this was the thing. And then I can come back to it later because I don't, you know, I don't – if I don't stop, I'll forget. But if I don't do at least a little bit of that, um, I I don't think I'll have enough information to really fill out the form afterwards. Yeah, or, like, even with writing notes, when I write small notes or whatever – I will forget what exactly that note meant. If, it was, <laughs> if 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 I wait more than a day or two, it's like, what was I talking about with the conversation that person had with that person? What were they talking about? I don't know. Or I'll have a quote that I'll write down, but in it's completely out of context, so I can't say exactly what it was about. And then I would have to go back and watch something again. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. not the worst thing, but I have so many other things to watch and and kind of put into the library. So hmm. this is good. I didn't expect us to talk like technique, you know, like <laughs> improve our way of doing this. This is good. This is giving me some ideas. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, no, this is good. So so like you mentioned your. Um, the kind of work you do, right, is intensive um, work with clients. You're a supervisor now, I believe. I am right? a supervisor. You've leveled up. Um, I have leveled up. I've, I've like, switched games. <laughs> yeah, you have. Right. Yeah, so, you have. But you're so, still in the same, like, Yeah, yeah, I'm still in the genre. same genre. Yeah. Yes, I am in the same genre. <laughs> so technically, I'm still a licensed therapist in North Carolina. Um, but my license will run out in, in a couple months. And then, so right now I'm living in New York City, and I've decided not to renew my clinical counseling license. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still doing coaching, so there's still behavioral work that I'm doing. But instead right. of things I have to do with diagnoses, I'm working mostly with adults who, um, you know, have some sort of opt- obstacles that they're trying to deal with. And, you know, the problem is, like you may be experiencing anxiety, but that doesn't mean you have an anxiety disorder. And right. and there are things that can help out. So I'm still doing that type of work. And I'm on this mission to use educational technology within the mental health space. So I've been working within educational technology in New York City because my plan is to start building tools. I, and this is this is a big part of, of why I'm excited about um the Geek Therapy Library, because it falls along those lines of something that, um, like, I want to build out a, a, a way that to make this a tool that people can use, you know, easily. And I have ideas for different tools that aren't as, like, resource intensive right. as the Geek Therapy Library, but I there are a few things I want to do. I used to be an engineer before I was a therapist, so I'm kind of, like, bringing all that stuff together. I'm learning to code again so I can, you know, create, actually make the stuff that I, that is floating around in my head. So, so I've been working a lot in education as kind of, as, as a way to learn how to use educational technology, I started teaching. So I've taught everything from 
not about not everything, but I've taught like weird stuff. Like I, th- I taught Spanish in high school. I've been teaching podcasting in public schools to middle schoolers um, just to get the opportunity to, to use different educational tools um, and, and kind of do my own research. And I've been networking a lot here and, you know, that's, that's kind of where my head is at. So I still get to do, I still work a lot with, um, with adolescents, with children, <laughs> parents. <laughs> um, yeah. And, but I'm also, you know, so, so, and I'm still doing the, the behavioral coaching thing. So I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little, it's a little different than, than when I started Geek Therapy, which was as an intern, <laughs> right? as, a, as a counseling intern. Which is where I'm at now. Um, well, you're not an intern now. I am an intern. I'm a supervisor, but not a clinical supervisor. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I'm okay. a I'm a, a marriage and family therapy intern. Oh, technically because of the licensure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a whole other conversation. This this stuff yeah. gets complicated, guys. I know, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Trainee intern, unpaid intern, which is different than yeah. It's there's still and, there's this. And, there's this is YouTube yeah. video I want to make where it kind of explains the different um, licensures and what they mean because I know this is really confusing for people. I live in yes. in, in New York. We, you can actually be a licensed psychoanalyst. There aren't many states where you can do that still. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's even more confusing here. But, I mean, really, only if you're rich are you even going to consider a psychoanalyst here. I know New York has MFTs, though. They do, they do, yeah. And they're but they're what, like one of the last states to do LMHCs, and California is actually yeah. the last one. So to do mm-hmm. counselors, it, it gets confusing. Um, well, and now California, we just got LPCCs, so yes, basically exactly. master's level therapy intern. That's what I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but you've been doing clinical work for years, right? Uh, right, uh, seven years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's confusing, but. But that's that's where we are, and and that's a good point too. I mean, you're you're in California. I'm in New York City. Um, we live in noisy cities. <laughs> yes, we do. In small apartments. So um, you know, if our staff meetings sound a little weird, um, it's okay. That's 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 our lives. That's right. Um, so uh, to to finish up, I wanted to see if you had. I think I think it's pretty clear what we're trying to do, right? And kind of yeah. Um, so maybe do you have any examples of of anything that you've added um, that you think really exemplifies like what what we're trying to do? You could just like one or two examples or maybe something really recent that you've already Re- done. Really, really recent. You mean like uh, <laughs> probably a month ago? Maybe. No. <laughs> um, man, if I didn't, if I had it sitting out right in front of me. Um, I've been reading a lot of, I read the Lunar Chronicles, which is like a sci-fi fantasy fairy tale, like retelling of different fairy tales. Um, And there were a couple of examples in, um, actually those, those books are full of positive female role models, which is something we put into our, our library. Um, There's a lot of diversity in there. Um, the first book um, is called Cinder, and that deals with um, – it's retelling of Cinderella, but instead she's a cyborg. 
Um, and in their world, cyborgs are looked down on. And so there's a lot of issues of bullying and standing up for yourself and some of those positive things that we were talking about, not necessarily disorders, but definitely specific incidents of having to deal with losing her father or things like that. Um, and that's not really a spoiler. They tell you that right in the beginning. <laughs> um, but that series was a lot of fun to read and um, enter into reading longer form books. It was harder for me to remember in what happened earlier in the book that I w wanted to. And that was before I worked out my little post-it system. Um, so I, I was taking pictures of pages and, and miss I missed a few things. Um, but there's definitely a lot of good information in there. Um yeah, I think that's that's a good uh, good example. How many how many books did you did you end up um, cataloging? There were five five books. Did you add all uh, like entries for all of them? Entries for all of them. Whoa. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so it follows four main fairy tales. Um, I think it's uh, Cinderella. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood, Rapunzel, and Snow White. And then the fifth book goes in between the third and the fourth book, and it is from the point of view of the main villain, um, which I thought was really interesting because it was like a way of seeing how she could end up that way um, in a kind of perspective taking and seeing like, okay, she may be this evil person, but she's trying to do the best she can for her for her country, her world. So it was kind of it was interesting. Okay, cool, cool. Um, let me see. I'll, I'll I'll have two like different examples. One one that I really like is there's a video game called Rogue Legacy. You got me to play that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so like the, what I love about the game is. Um, it has this message, like this, this this message that's also a, a part of the gameplay, which is that every time you play, um, so you you start as this knight and you die, you will die because the game is really hard. You and always when you die, die. You always die. <laughs> and then at the end, instead of having another life, like when you restart, you can you come back and then you you can choose from one of that first knight's three descendants, and then every descendant has different physical well different characteristics so they might be colorblind for example so if you play as a colorblind player you can everything looks black and white um uh, one of the there's funny things like one of them is clumsy so it, that means that if you just walk past something you kind of you break it yeah. which is actually a really cool uh, thing to do in the game because then you don't um, have to swing your sword <laughs> exactly yeah and but it also has things like a character might be gay and then it'll say what the ad, what um, what character what attributes that adds to to the game. Right. And for example, it says, uh, "Oh, gay equals like no difference. There's no <laughs> You're right, like, there's, right. There's no change because like that doesn't matter um, in terms of like uh, abilities and all these things. So you can choose from, uh, and then it's at random. And there's lots and lots of different attributes. Um, and some of them might be seen uh, might be considered disabilities. Something might be. Um, neutral, but it kind of, it has this really, I think it's a really cool message where you can have these different attributes and you can still be a hero and, and you can play differently. And each of those things um, are potentially strengths. And I, I always loved like the message of that game. And it's also a lot of fun. 
Well, and it's some, sometimes you can see with some of those attributes, it'll give you some empathy for the people. There's one that I can't remember what it was. It's not the colorblindness one, but it affects your sight. And so you can only see so far in front of you in the yeah, game. Like and it's yeah. really hard to play. So yeah. hard to play. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good way of putting it, too. Like, you can empathize with, with particular attributes. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, um, like uh, dwarfism is one, right? Yeah, and yeah. then and then your your character is just really small, but you can still do it all the same stuff. And even like right. in some cases, you can fit through places where the bigger ones can't. But um, I don't know. I always like liked uh, the message on that one. And another entry that I made was from. I'm pretty sure I made this entry. It was for the. There's an anime called Sword Art Online. Yeah, you made that entry. Right. Because I uh, haven't watched that one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And um, there's this, like, out of nowhere, they, you come upon, the show is about um, these kids who are trapped in a virtual game, like World of Warcraft, something like that. Yeah. And they discover that there are these elements of the game that weren't used, but they kind of still exist in the game. And one of them was a character who was designed as the mental health the MHC-01 program, which was essentially the mental health counseling program within the game to monitor and help um, with emotional states within the game. Whoa. And the idea is that that was built into the game as, a, as an overarching system. And it, I believe it was disabled when the thing that happened that everybody got trapped there, like some guy trapped everybody in there and then kind of disabled that because he didn't want anybody to to get help um, in that sense. And I thought that was a really, that, I thought that was amazing that they even, it even called it the MHC-01 um, like protocol. And it's like personified as a character and, you know, she's very empathic and she's there to help. And I, I just think that the conversation around like the two episodes where they meet this character are like a really good conversation starter, right? Like maybe for somebody who is really resistant to treatment and, yeah. But they're but they're gamers, and you could you could watch this show and and you know have a really interesting conversation about what that would look like in their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are two examples that I really like. So that's kind of what we're what we're trying to do. Um, I guess the 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 really the the last part is that we've we've talked about and and I'm really excited about getting help right <laughs> like yeah. as far as otherwise it's just you and me and yeah. that's yeah <laughs> and it's and it's a lot of stuff and and for years with geek therapy I, these conversations i've i've had so many conversations with people when i tell them like what the idea is of, of like w- what our mission is and people so many people have great stories um and yeah. And I don't write them down. <laughs> I've written many of them down, but I can't write all of them down. And we weren't doing the library before, right? No. So, so we have an internal system. Like, so my idea is to make it a wiki, like an open wiki, um, that will that will be accessible and open. And we don't have like public access to that yet, but um, but I'm working on it. But yeah. and then we have our own internal way of like cataloging things. But I made uh, um, we have a very very simple version um, that uses a type form. You can use it on your phone very quickly to kind of give us suggestions. So it's not as full-blown as the version that we're doing. And you can skip, like, certain parts of it. Like, we just want to know the title, maybe how to find it. So if it's a um, a TV show, so, like, what season was it, what episode, that would be really good. And, yeah. <laughs> and, 
Yeah, yeah, that would be very helpful. <laughs> yeah, no. just so we're not going through like ten seasons of, say, I don't know, Grey's Anatomy, and trying to find the one episode that had yeah, then, this one thing that and was really never cool. Happen. No, it won't. <laughs> it's a needle in a haystack. We won't do it. So that so that would be really helpful. So I'm going to put the link in the sh- in the actual um, episode description. So if you're if if you're listening to this on your phone, you can go to the end and. Um, you know, just look at the description and click on it there and do it on your phone. And the idea is, you know, I'm going to share that link with as many people as possible <laughs> to kind of uh, help out. And hopefully if you're, if you're listening to this, you can, you can just click on that button and um, help us out that way. That would be great. And if you have any suggestions at all yeah. um, for this, that would be fantastic. Because, mm. again, like in passing, I've gotten so many great ideas. But over the years, I just I haven't been able to, to do anything with them until, until now. They've just always been, like, very encouraging. <laughs> it made me very yeah. happy. <laughs> well, and then we get things like you and I don't necessarily watch or read or play all this, like, as much as everyone else in the world. Like, there are things that I don't – I'm not really into that I don't play, but somebody else – could find something really cool in some video game that I've never even heard of or I have no interest in. Um, and so we might get something there or a TV show that I have no time to watch and you don't have time to watch, but they have found this episode that's really important and we need to, we need to put it in there. Um, because so, so that it can help other people. Like I think just by the examples that we gave, right? Like you read five books about cyborg fairy tale tale characters and you know I talked about an an anime you know and like I I like to watch anime you know but um, there are things I I don't watch so yeah and it's impossible to watch everything so but but we can watch an isolated episode and you know that you recommend and then look at that catalog and put it in there and and maybe make it accessible to other people so I'm, I'm excited so, so the plan is um, we'll, we will meet regularly to kind of go over entries that we've done or entries that we're considering, kind of talk them over. Um, like today, just, just the idea of like the post-its and, and learning how you, you do it because we've never really talked about our systems in that way and, and how we can continue to enjoy the things that we like um, and still do this. Yeah, and make it not feel like work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is work. It is work now. <laughs> All right, so I guess so I guess that's it for now, and then um, so moving forward, we'll keep uh, doing this, and and then just uh, to to cover myself for something I said uh, in in the last episode, um, I talked a lot about the library, and I talked about how I wanted to like promote more like happy stories, and I still want to yeah. do that. I have. The first one that I did was um, I recorded so much audio and so much work to do like a documentary style <laughs> episode. And I still want to do that. Um, I have all the audio. I've started working on it. But, um, you know, that was technically was like six months ago when I when I said I was going to do that. <laughs> and I and and it ta- again, it's like this isn't our full time job. We're doing a lot of stuff. But uh, but now um, but but, you know, we're, we'll, we, we are doing it. So even if it takes a little bit. We'll get there. Yeah. We will we'll definitely uh, get to work <laughs> on the on the on the next on the next episode. Definitely. Alright. Bye everyone. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>